have made it. Uh, the start of the high school football season is upon us. Welcome in, everyone, to the Final Score Podcast. I'm Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department. And on this week's episode, uh, sports writer John Cannon will join me uh, to break down uh, the season in Frederick County. And uh, we'll, t- we'll take a look at all 12 teams, the 10 public school teams and the two private school teams. And uh, we'll offer some uh, predictions and insights. Uh, so John uh, will be uh, coming up shortly. Uh, but first, uh, we want to talk to Urbana football coach Brad Wilson. The Hawks uh, play uh, Clarksburg in their season opening game on the road uh, Friday night. Uh, coach Wilson joins us now. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. I, I, I know you're very excited about your team this year. You have, you have a lot of returning players. Just tell us what you've seen on the practice field so far. I'm very excited. Uh, we returned 33 varsity players from last year's team. We returned eight players on offense. Uh, six, seven on defense, uh, you know, and, uh, I'm excited for the, for the players because they've, they've done everything that we asked them to do in the off season. One of the, the biggest thing that we needed to address was the improving overall strength and conditioning. And they made a commitment to themselves and to us and the program to get this done. They've been at it since about December. And, uh, I know, I know they're anxious to get onto the field tomorrow night, but, uh, you know, they're just uh, a great group of kids. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've been waiting a couple years uh, for this. Not necessarily waiting, but, you know, things have to happen to get where you need to get to. And, um, yeah, well, I think the number one thing that we've improved on drastically is uh, the strength and conditioning part of, uh, of this game. Yeah, I mean, you've always said you have athletes at Urbana High School and, and – uh athletes to play multiple sports and it was interesting when i was talking to you last week uh, because you credited the boys lacrosse program at urbana for injecting some work ethic and 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 belief in your football program absolutely and i I believe in high school uh different programs can do that um you know the lacrosse program has uh since i've been at urbana for the last couple years they've had you know great years and coach donahue does a great job with them and uh you know it's only it's only natural when you have a nucleus of kids in your program, as like we do in the football program, that play lacrosse, there's going to be that carryover. And hopefully, you know, if we have the year that I'm expecting to have, you know, hopefully something or, you know, something that happens in the season can carry on, you know, in the spring for uh, the lacrosse program. I think all high school programs can uh, benefit from each other. Coach, you're a believer that uh, games are won and lost in the trenches. You felt you've been uh, pushed around there in the in the past couple of years, uh, but but going into this season, uh, you have five senior returners back on the offensive line. What what do you think that will mean for your team this season? I, I think I think that's the key. Uh, not too many teams, um, and maybe once in a blue moon, return five offensive linemen. They're experienced. They're stronger. Um, you know, they're. Uh, they're, they have their own little ling, uh, uh, lingo in between themselves about you know what they're going to do, uh, different calls, different checks. So having a veteran offensive line who have improved themselves in strength and conditioning, um, you know, uh, they're 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 not going to get pushed around anymore. You know, they're not going to get tired. Um, you know, so we're excited about that. But I would say right now that is. Uh, that is the strength of the team. And then when you add in a, a three-year starter at quarterback who's physically stronger and, and more mature, not only physically but mentally, on the field and off the field, and it just um, 
you know, we're, we're excited. We can't wait till tomorrow night. Yeah, when you have an entire offensive line back, the temptation for some coaches would be just to play smash mouth, running football, and, and, <laughs> and just wear teams down. But 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 that's not your style. You're you're a spread offense coach. Just just sort of explain your general philosophy and what what you like to do on offense. Well, you know, my philosophy is you know, there are a lot of kids in high school that can play this game, but for some reason, and they're good athletes. You know, they they can they're great athletes in space and. You know, my philosophy is, you know, let's give those athletic kids who maybe are not 6'2", 6'3", 190, 200 pounds, give them an opportunity to play. Um, you know, so we, we, we have, you know, we're fortunately to have some, some big guys, you know, at receiver and some tall, lanky guys that can run. We also, we also have a handful of guys who, you know, may, may be, you know, 5'7", 5'8", who are great athletes and are quick and can run. They can catch a ball and go. Um, you know, get north in a, in a hurry. And, you know, so that's what we do. Um, now, you know, we're not going to throw every down, although, you know, I'm okay with it. Um, you know, we're just going to, we're going to look and we teach uh, our offense, offensive players to read defenses and, you know, just take what they give us. Sometimes they're going to give us a run and we'll take that run. Sometimes they're going to give us a pass and we'll take that pass. So, uh, and, and, and I, that's what's exciting. You, know, you have a group of kids who've been doing this offense for a couple of years now, and this is year three, and there are little uh, checks and you know little tweaks to this that maybe we haven't been able to do the last couple of years that we should be able to do this year. And, and right now, you know, they're doing a pretty good job with recognizing what they need to do to um, to be successful on every single play. And uh, you know, you got to give credit to the kids. They're uh, They've worked hard in, in, again, like I said, in the weight room, but they've also worked hard in understanding the offense and everything that goes into it. Um, so, yeah, we just like to uh, give those average high school athletes who are great athletes, who are athletic, a chance to play the game. And, you know, the game is changing a little bit. Uh, you know, we don't have those six foot five, six foot six, 200 some pound linemen that Urbana used to have because years ago. You know, other schools I was at, we had to play them. It was like it was like playing men. We don't have those kids anymore, but we do have big and strong linemen, and we're pretty fortunate this year to have some size that can move in space as well. So, you know, it's uh, we're pretty excited, like I said, and uh, you know, I, I just I also think that it gives you it's an equal playing ground when you have a team you might be playing might be bigger and stronger than you, and you've got everybody in a box, but when you spread them out, you know, now let's see what those big guys over there on the other side of the ball can do in space. And, you know, we're just trying to even the playing field a little bit, but we have to be smart and recognize what the, each team gives us, and, uh, you know, we'll take it from there. Now, just clarify for everyone, you're not opposed to running the football. You're, you're not, you're not, oh, allerg- you're, you're not yeah. allergic to running the football. You just prefer – uh, uh, to throw first, and if the run's there, you'll certainly take it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I can't say that uh, it's a preference. Although I guess anybody you talk to that knows me will say, yeah, it's a, yeah, pre- it's, a it, it, it's a preference for you. <laughs> um, but no, you know, there are going to be times where we have to run the ball, and we will. Uh, you know, there'll be times where we have to throw. Um, you know, so you know, we're going. We're, again, we're going to look at what the defense has given us. And, you know, we're going to take what they give us. I, I truly believe um, that, you know, you can't defend everything. Although, there's, you know, there are some great defensive-minded coaches in this county, in this state, 
And, you know, they do a great job defending all offenses. But, you know, we, we just feel that, you know, with our group of kids and, and three years in, and um, you know, they know all the little tweaks, et cetera. And, you know, if we've done a good job teaching them, you know, they, they, they should be an advantage to us. And I'm not going to say that, you know, we're going to score 500 points a game or 50 points a game or anything like that. But, you know, there, there are things that we can do to milk the clock. There are things that we can do when we go fast pace. Uh, and the number one thing, and I've been coaching high school football for a long time, is when you throw the ball, you're never out of a game. Never. Um, when you run the ball, you have pass plays, but it takes you a little bit longer if you're behind and or if you don't work on the passing game. You know, and you get behind, you might struggle to get, to, to get back in position to win the game. If you throw the ball, you're always in the game, regardless of the score. So, uh, I mean, not, you know. You know what I mean, uh, but it's 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 just uh, I just think it fits our kids. Uh, the kids have taken pride in it, and uh, they're doing a great job doing it thus far. And I don't see any reason why it should stop. Yeah, just to play devil's advocate for a second here, Coach, are you are you are you concerned that if you struggle to get first downs, you come out throwing the ball and you struggle to get first downs, that your defense is going to be on the field for too many snaps? You know, I, I, I've 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 worried about that. Um, I don't worry about it, but I I have my first couple years gotten away from my philosophy of throwing the ball. You know, I, there were there were games where, or you know, going in when things weren't going well, throwing the ball because you had a young quarterback and you had some receivers. I found myself not really running the offense as the way it should be run, but I'm running the offense to keep. The team, you know, keep us in a game. Um, and after you sit back and watch film, you know, the offseason, et cetera, you know, maybe if we were just stuck to what we do, the, the outcome could have been different. Um, but again, you know, we're on the ball. I'm, I'm not opposed to running the ball. We have some great running backs under Urbana. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, we have a great offensive line and, you know, they're veterans and they return. So, no, I mean, we've had some, you know, in, running this offense for the years that I have, we've had some games where, you know, we had to run the ball. And, you know, so we will. But, you know, we'll, uh, again, my purpose is get the, our athletes the ball in space and, and let them be athletes. And next time we line up, we'll see what's presented to us from on the other side of the ball, and we'll go from there. Yeah, you have you have a three year starter back at quarterback, and 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 that and that's a luxury for a high school football coach to have someone who's who's been a starter for three years at that position. Uh, just just talk to us about the growth and development of Kyle House and and what he allows your offense to do. Well, um, you know he's athletic. You know uh, he can he can you know he can make a, a bad play look good because he can run. Uh, he can throw on the run. Uh, you know, he can, he can make all the throws. He, he understands this offense probably as, as well as I do. Uh, you know, he can, we can go down the list of plays, and he will know what every receiver is supposed to do. Now, that's not his job to know what every receiver is supposed to do. I mean, you know, because he has certain reads that he's supposed to do on the other side of the ball. But it's a luxury when your quarterback can tell a receiver, you know, you're supposed to run a slant or a post or a dig, and then on the other side of the ball do the same thing. Um, but also what makes him good is, you know, we have a pretty good core of receivers coming back as well. Um, so that they're, they're all, you know, um, 
they're all together as far as understanding what's going on. But Kyle has, uh, you know, he's, he seems to be, to me, this year in, in the scrimmages that we have, he seems to be more poised in the pocket. Um, and I know that coincides with the offensive line that we have returning, and he might feel more comfortable with that. But, you know, uh, he's done a tremendous job. He's, he's taller, he's stronger, um, you know, and, and I'm able to do a little bit more things with him because he has matured physically and mentally. Uh, but, he, he, you know, he's a great kid, um, great attitude. You know, he, he loves the game. He's athletic. He can run. And as a defensive coordinator, you know, that's, that's tough to defend sometimes. Yeah, when I talked to Kyle last week, he said he's thinking a lot less out there. Uh, things are coming to him more quickly and more automatically. Is, is that shown up on the practice field so far? Oh, absolutely. You know, he's, um, you know, he, it's, it's uh, you know, being in seven-on-sevens in the offseason, and, you know, and he studies it, you know, and we'll meet and we'll talk, and he, I think he has a pretty good grasp of what he's supposed to do. He, under, you know, he, he understands uh, – um, I think, again, he's more poised in the pocket. You know, he's, he's not so quick to get off of a read. Um, he's not so quick to run if necessary, but he can. Uh, you know, but he's right now he's just doing a tremendous job at that position. Yeah, I mean, you threw him into the fire as, as, as a true freshman, and you knew he was going to struggle initially and take some lumps. But was part of your thinking behind doing that was to sort of accelerate his growth and learning curve? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, when I first saw him through the ball, I was like, all right, this kid, he's going to be special. Um, you know, the, the, the ball comes out of his hand quickly. You know, he, he's athletic. Um, you know what? Hey, my feeling, I mean, I had, a, you know, a couple of kids coming back that, you know, that maybe were going to be there for a year or maybe two. Um, and, then, and I knew that along the way there might be some times where, hey, it wasn't working. And I had to, hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna sit out. Maybe need to watch from the sideline to you know see the defense, et cetera. And he's handled everything very well, um, you know. And and he's progressed as I wanted him to. And right now he's he's doing a great job. He's in a good place. He feels comfortable. Um, like you said, you know, from listening to him, you know, everything's coming easy to him. Uh, and he knows that hey, you know, every every day is a different day. Every Friday night is different. And but his approach has to be the same. Uh, you know, and he's just doing a tremendous job. How much of your offense were you actually able to run in your first two years on the job? <laughs> um, probably fifty percent. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't go any higher than sixty, though. Right. Um, and, and 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 that's you know wherever I've been, even if, you know the previous school I was at, you know, Carroll County, you know, it, it was the same thing. It was a learning curve. For everybody, you know, uh, learning. You know all the little things that goes along with it, et cetera. Um, you know, and I, 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 you know, I want these kids. They're playing. I want them to go to the line of scrimmage and, and see what's given to them. And, you know, we have calls and checks, et cetera. And you know, they, uh, they're playing. I mean, how great would it be for you to stand on the sideline and watch the kids go down the field? Just and because they're the ones playing, they understand it, they get it. But but now you feel your offense is at full bore. You could run any, anything you want to run with a veteran team. These kids could handle anything you throw at them and, and, and make changes on the fly without even needing you to intervene, right? Yes, and, and instead of you know them coming off the field and saying, hey, we could have did this, et cetera, they know now before the ball is snapped that, hey, we could do this. And, you know, and now they understand the checks you know, and the, the calls, et cetera, the terminology where 
they don't have to wait for us to come off the field and we sit down with them and say, hey, you know, this is the situation, here's what it was, and this is what we could have done. Now we're to the point with these guys where they're on the field and they can do that themselves. Uh, uh, take us through your offense. Who, who, who are the kids going to start for you on offense? We have Kyle at quarterback. Uh, uh, who, who's going yeah, to play running Eric back? Kohler, Eric Kohler at running back. Um, we have Austin McMahon at the left split end. We have Mikey Gonzalez at left slot. We have Danny Marshall at right slot. We have uh, two players that are alternating at my right split end because uh, one of them plays defense, uh, Owen Zink, and then Cameron Rosales. And then my offensive line going from left tackle to right tackle. My left tackle is Cameron Lauer. My left guard is Dominic Gully. My center is Eric Drabick. My guard, right guard is Justin Carrera. And my right tackle is Kyle Wang. And, and before we get to the defense, tell me what you like about uh, Kohler at running back and, all, and also your receivers. Um, Eric Kohler at running back. Uh, what an athlete. <laughs> you know, he can run. Um, he, he, cuts, he cuts well. Uh, you know, I mean, anybody has seen him on the lacrosse field know what he's capable of doing when he's run the ball. So yeah, he's one of those um, lacrosse guys that's helped change the culture for you, right? He he can he can change directions on a dime. Um, you know, he's he's quick, he's fast. Uh, I don't think I'd be want to be somebody on that defense side of the ball having to come up and tackle him when he's going full speed. And most of them, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can catch the ball as well as the receivers can. So that's a plus. Uh, the receivers, you know, they're, uh, they understand uh, defenses as far as stemming, leverage, route running, uh, spacing. And, you know, that takes time. And, you know, they can all catch the ball. They, they work at it. And, you know, uh, my receivers coach, Coach Perry and Coach Manhattan, they do a great job with those kids. Uh, you know, um, offensive line, you know, I have uh, – uh, Coach Drabeck and Coach Herrick, who do offensive line coaches, they do a great job with those kids. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, fun. it's fun to watch these kids play. And, you know, I think sky's the limit what they're capable of doing offensively. Now, we know that every day's a new day. we got to keep working at it, et cetera. And every Friday night's a different challenge. Uh, but we like where we are right now. We like where we're headed. The kids feel good about themselves. And, uh, you know, we'll see where we go. Uh, on defense, you told me you were switching things up a little bit. You're you're going to go with an odd front uh, yeah. this year instead of an even front. You'll be in more of a three four look, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, it's like it's the same philosophy in offense. I think what we're doing offensively fits our kids better um, with the type of kids we have. And, and I feel that you know we we don't have again you know those you know. Eight, nine, ten, twelve kids who are two hundred and fifty plus. Uh, we don't have those kids, but we have some big kids who are very strong um, that have great feet. And but we're more of a linebacker, D back type school, uh, and we have enough defensive linemen that you know um, they do do a great job. And, and Coach Pinnell and Coach Marquez and Coach Washington, um, you know, and Coach Cresta. Uh, you know, Coach Cole, they do a great job with those kids on defense. And, uh, you know, Coach Pinnell is the defensive coordinator, and, and he's worked hard in the offseason to put all this together. And, uh, you know, so we're feeling real good. Uh, in my three years, I think we uh, we get to the ball. You know, based on the two scrimmages we have, we get to the ball a little bit quicker. Um, 
you know, there's more people getting to the ball. Uh, you know, so we're, we're just as athletic defensively as we are offensively. What, what does the odd front on defense allow you to do? Um, I, I think at, for, to an even front for me, you need to have four guys who are big, strong, and, you know, that can cover space. When you're, and, and you can be multiple in any defense that you, you, you do. And, you know, in an odd front, you know, you can go to an even, you know, you drop it back and put it back up, et cetera. But, you know, this allows us to get our athletic kids, um, you know, that can play the run. Um, they can play pass if needed, depending on what we're seeing from offenses. Uh, you know, but we're going to use our athletic kids, and we might come after you a little bit more than we have the last couple of years at different different angles or, you know, different uh, positions. Uh, I, I, I think it just allows us to utilize our kids more effectively uh, in this defense. And, and tell us who will be lining up on defense for you. R- run us through the defense real fast. Um, okay. Uh, safeties will be Jason Kohler and Eric Kohler. Corners will be Dorian Loretto and Cameron Rosales. Inside backers will be Dominic Gully and Danny Marshall. Outside backers will be uh, Braden Reyes and uh, Ben Malley. And we're going to have a couple of B linemen switching in and out because we have some linemen that are playing both ways. Uh, we have Mark Lindauer. Uh, we have Mason Newton. We have Justin Carrera and Kyle Wang. And then Michael Schifano will be in the in the mix as well. Um, so yeah, there we go. It sounds like you feel this will be a different season for you guys. I mean, I know you weren't. I, you know, I you know I, it's different. You know, it's it's a feel. And these kids again started this in the off season. You know, just that they're they're more confident in themselves. They believe in themselves. Uh, you know, they believe in each other. The you know they've just done a tremendous job, and and I want them to be rewarded on the field for their for what they've done off the field, which is huge. And every high school coach knows that. Um, you know, and it's like I told them through. We're done with practice. No, you guys have done everything from December to now, and all the credit goes to you. You know, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to buy in to do this, et cetera. But you chose as a group to do this. And you're reaping the benefits of it right now as far as what we've seen on the field, the energy you produce, you know, the work habits that you have that you started in the, in the weight training room, and now it's on the field. I said, but you still got to show up and play on Friday night. And, and I reminded them of, you know, even, even the last couple of years, they've, they've been good years. I'm not, I'm not knocking any player that's been there at all since I've, since I've been here. Um, and on the field, to me, uh, you know, we can play with anybody, but it's it's that it's that belief and that poise factor that you have to have if something goes wrong. If something's going to go wrong on a Friday night, it might happen a couple times. But the last couple of years, if something would go wrong, you know, um, it just it just manifested. It just grew as opposed to, and that's what we talked about tonight. You know, we're going to find out what we're really all about tomorrow night if something goes wrong. Are you going to stick with what got you through 
you know, those days listening, et cetera, you know, believing in each other and, you know, uh, saying, hey, you know, we'll get through this together, et cetera. Um, so that's the next step for this program, you know, is, uh, you know, making sure that you're taking care of business on the field, but at the same time, it's how you're going to handle adversity when it when you're facing it. And, you know, I think these kids, I think they'll handle it. I'm, I, I feel good about this. I really do. Uh Coach, uh, here we're we're, talk, we're talking to Urbana football coach Brad Wilson, and uh, the Hawks uh, play Clarksburg in Week One. Uh, what what do you know about uh, Clarksburg, uh, coach? Your opponent coming up? Um, you know, uh, we've we've seen film on them. I was I just I was able to get out and see them last Saturday in person. You know, Coach Plant. You know, he he's a, he's a tough coach, hard nosed coach, and I'm sure their kids are going to be ready. Um, you know, he's done he's done a good job with them in the two years he's been there. Uh, so, you know, to me, nothing's every Friday night, it's not, there's not going to be a Friday night with a cakewalk and you don't want that anyway. Uh, so they're going to be prepared. They're going to be prepared. They're going to be ready. Um, you know, in this early in the year, that first couple weeks, you know, this game might come down to, you know, a special teams or a play or, you know, somebody who doesn't start comes in and, ha- and has a big game, uh, and that's what's exciting about high school football. There's always that unknown. As much as you like to control everything, you can't. And, you know, you've got to have that group of kids that if something goes wrong, like I said earlier, they're going to stick together and they're going to figure it out. And, you know, they'll, they'll, work, they'll work their way through it. But, you know, Clarksburg, they got, they got some good athletes. Uh, they do a good job over there. Uh, so I think it's going to be a great game. What, what do you enjoy the most about just starting the season? Uh, what, what jumps out at to you, Coach, about week one of the football season? Just the, just the kids' approach this week to the, to the you know, this week, this Friday, tomorrow night. Um, you know, that, that there hasn't been any issues, <laughs> you know? In high school football, there's always something. Um, but these kids have, you know, first day, you know, they're, they're there, they're excited, Know, they get to the field 15 minutes early as a group. We don't. We all walk out together. There are no stragglers, and and it's just uh, you know they uh, they have changed the culture. They they have you know they bought in. Um, you know said hey we got to do this this or this, and and it's a it's a process. You know and those kids that have been here before since I arrived, they were part of that process to get these kids where they are right now. So you know I'm thankful for every kid that's been in the program since I've been there been here rather and you know they're all part of this and i and i just think that you know this this has potential to be a great year at abana high school uh before i let you go uh you guys are gonna have a bit of a new look this season uh the the, the helmets will look a little different uh, this season uh there'll be there'll be a solid navy blue instead of your traditional penn state white just sort of explain your thinking and, and why you decided to change up the helmets um, well, first of all, I, di- I just didn't do it by myself. You know, I went and talked to Coach Hines, and he looked at me, and, you know, <laughs> I won't tell you what the look reminded me of, but he said, hey, you know what? It's your program. you got, you got to make that decision. And I talked to some players, previous players at Urbana High School. I mean, I went back all the way to the inception, inception of uh, Urbana High School with those, the kids that played those first couple years and, and asked their opinion because I know tradition is important. Um, at any school. And so I went, I mean, I, and I was just looking for their thoughts. So, you know, I wasn't asking for permission. 
um, what they think. And I believe that, you know, sometimes, you know, you, 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 you're at a school or any school, you know, you get into a funk and uh, for whatever reason it is. And, you know, and sometimes you just need to change something. And it could be just little, it could be the color of a helmet or change of jersey or painting of a weight room or, you know, something just that's not the same year in and year out. And, you know, when the kids first saw the helmet, they were like, they like it. And, you know, so we'll see. Um, who knows? And, you know, another two or three years, we might be back to white. I don't know. But right now, you know, uh, you're, ro- you're, it. you're rolling with um, it. Yeah. You know, and it's just, uh, you know, sometimes you just need to change. So you get out of that, 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 um, that cycle, that routine that you, you're in for a few years. That, Our, so that was the reason. Yep. Hey, Brad, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we, we wish you a lot of success this season. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Sure. That's Urbana football coach Brad Wilson. And when we come back here on the Final Score podcast, uh, we will take a look at the county teams uh, 1 through 12 with sports writer John Cannon. Uh, stay with us back here in a second on the Final Score. All right, John Cannon is with us to uh, preview the upcoming high school football season in Frederick County. And, John, last week I offered my uh, preseason top five in the paper. Uh, I had Oakdale number one, Ligonor number two. Uh, It was Middletown at number three, Walkersville four, and Tuscarora five. In your mind, how do the top five in the county sort of shake out? More, pretty much the same. Um, I I might have gone with Linganore at one, but I mean, I don't think it's. I think we were talking about this. It doesn't seem like there's a clear cut top team this year like there was last year. I mean, Oakdale was just so dominant. All five of those teams are going to be really good. I mean, Linganore may be a little stronger. Oakdale, Oakdale's got a program. I know they lost a lot of talent, but until I see that they dropped off, I'm, I got to think they're going to be really tough again. Right. Let's let's sort of take these teams uh, one by one. Uh, we'll, we'll go with the private schools first. Uh, you, you, you went out to MSD and, 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 and talked with the Orioles. I saw them beat St. John's Catholic prep last week and they looked, they looked really strong, especially their running game. What were your impressions of MSD? Yeah. I mean, they just always, um, bring new pe- people in. Uh, who's the freshman? I keep forgetting his name. They were talking about him. Uh, he, he got a touchdown last week too. I mean, truth, truth or set had a really nice game. He's one of their top returnees. But they bring in new people. I wish I could remember the kid's name. Uh, some freshman now, and they just they just uh, well reload. I, hate to, I can't think of anything more original to say, but that's what they do. Yeah, five straight uh, national titles, na- national death titles, and I think 15 of 18 overall. I counted up, so uh, they should have another really strong season. Uh, St. John's is uh, a young, a very young team. Uh, Daryl Hayes will be looking to see them improve over the course of the season. Uh, a lot of freshmen and sophomore playing uh, uh, in, in big spots. Uh, he, Hayes honestly said they're kind of like a JV team. At, at most schools, they're just so young and inexperienced. And it, it's a small team, so they'll be looking to improve over the uh, course of the season. I uh, believe you went up to uh, Catoctin, uh, mm-hmm. too, to, to, uh, to, to talk to Doug Williams and the Cougars. And, and they have a lot of kids back, a lot of key returners back. 
from their 10 and 2 team last year. Yeah, starting with Travis Fields, who you remember him last year. I mean, he's an excellent receiver, uh, excellent defensive back, and a, a kicker, too. He did, I think he did returns as well. I mean, he did a whole lot for them, and they got some other guys back. And again, they, they, have a, they always have a really good program. Um, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, they they uh, change as a quarterback, but I mean, aside from that, they uh, they have a lot of running backs, a lot of the running backs back, and they should be they're aligned too, experienced, so they'll, they should at least be able to pound the ball. And we'll see if they can throw or not. Uh, with the expanded playoff format, uh, Brunswick uh, 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 should be able to sneak into the playoffs for the first time uh, since uh, 2012. Uh, they had a very good season last year. They had a chance to make the playoffs uh, in, in the final week of the regular season before losing to Catoctin. Um, they add a transfer uh, from uh, good counsel uh, uh, to their offensive backfield. So uh, a lot of new starters, uh, they, they, they lose uh, Lane Herrick, uh, they, they lose uh, uh, the quarterback. Um, but, but Brunswick, I, th- I think, should be pretty strong and, and, and have a chance uh, to go to the playoffs in, in, in the Class uh, 1A West. Uh, Frederick, uh, you, uh, you saw the cadets, and mm-hmm. they have a three-year starter at quarterback in uh, uh, Kasai Barnes, right. and uh, and they sort of run a up-tempo uh, spread, no huddle attack, and mm-hmm. I I know Kevin Perry really likes the size of the team. Uh, he, he thinks they'll be pretty strong on the lines for and, Frederick. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 what do you think? What do you think about the cadets? Yeah, I, um, I think they'll be better than they were last year, but they upgraded their schedule. Um, so they uh, they're playing like the Tuscaroras this year, Urbana teams they haven't played in a couple of years. So I think they'll be better than they were last year. And they went four and six last year, which was a their best season what in, at that time in five years. Um, but they, uh, they they could uh, with the upgraded schedule, I think they'll be competitive. But they could have some rough weeks there as well. Yeah, Leganor will will uh, will have uh, an, another strong team. It looks like that their their running game is what they'll really rely on this season because they lost um, Ryan Lay, they cor- their quarterback from last year. They lost Joey Felton, their Division One uh, receiver last year. So they'll have some 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 new faces there. But 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 their running game uh, is strong with Sandra McClure, Johan uh, Semayoya. Uh, and uh, I think Lake Norville will just play good defense and, and, and run the ball on offense and probably make another run uh, in, in the playoffs. The interesting thing for them is they now have Damascus in their region. So Damascus was a 2A team. They come up to 3A this year, so they'll potentially have to go through um, uh, Damascus uh, this year. Uh, Middletown, uh, they have something that they don't often have, and that's a big-time uh, – quarterback prospect in in, in Reese Poffenbarger that uh, they return a lot of their skill guys uh, their line wasn't very good last year uh, it was it was, uh, it was uh, sort of beaten up by uh, by injury but they hope to have a better play along the line this year to give Poffenbarger time to, to run and or throw and and, and and Middletown's another team to, to sort of keep your eye on because uh, big time quarterbacks, they they they, they make a difference and, and and they help teams win a lot of games. So uh, Middletown uh, could be uh, pretty good this year. Oakdale has a new quarterback. Uh, Ethan Reefer steps in for Colin Schley, and as as we talked about in a story this week, he's really not faced by by much. So stepping in and following uh, a quarterback like Colin Schley is really not that big a deal for Reefer. Um, Oakdale will uh, have to replace most of its starting lineup. Uh, their only other three starters back are Ben Bevilacqua, uh, uh, 
Luke Carey, uh, yeah, Ethan, and I believe uh, their fourth uh, returning starter is a lineman. Uh, his, um, his his name escapes me right now, but uh, Dylan Burney, uh, the younger brother of uh, of uh, Brandon Burney, who was a very good running back for TJ, went on to play at Townsend. He'll be their primary back, and and you have to imagine that Oakdale will have a, have a, have a, have a pretty good uh, team uh, this year. Well, it's funny you mentioned um, uh, Reese Poffenbarger. Uh, very very he's very good. I saw him last year against Oakdale. And you, that team Oakdale had, I mean, their defense was just in Middletown's backfield all night right away. You never had a chance, yeah. But that said, he still bought himself some time and made some throws. I mean, if you look at his stats that night, they probably weren't as far from his best game statistically. But if you actually saw him and what he was up against, the uh, duress he was under, and he was still able to make some plays, uh, I'd be curious to see. I mean, at some point, I don't know, do they meet during the regular season this year, Middletown and Oakdale? If I, not, they, they, they do, yeah. That would be an interesting game to see because, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Oakdale's still going to be good, but I'd like to see Poffenberger against them this year. Yeah, and how often can you say Middletown has the best quarterback in the county and, and they have a chance uh, to say that uh, this year? Um, TJ, uh, Bobby Humphreys is trying to get the program up and running. That's his alma mater. It, the, the interesting parallel there is Humphreys, when he was a player at TJ, he was called up as a sophomore, and TJ went 0-10 uh, that season, uh, which is what they did last year. The following year, they, they improved by, by two games and won twice. And then his senior season, uh, year number three, he, they won six games. So it's sort of an interesting parallel there that Humphreys came in. He didn't win a game his first season as a coach. Uh, he's trying to uh, to – uh, improved by a couple of games this year, and then maybe next year they could finally get some traction and get going. That they have a really good group, he says, of 15 to 22 players that have been at all the off-season workouts. Uh, they've really been accountable and in, in doing everything the coaching staff has asked. So they're hopeful they're laying a bit of a foundation um, at TJ uh, this season. Tuscarora, you never you never question their talent. They have one of the county's top playmakers in uh, Jordan Addison. Um, they have a quarterback uh, returning in, in, in sophomore Brian uh, Jester. Um, talent all over the field, but but can, do you trust them in 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 the big games? And, and can they find a way to win the big games and avoid the sort of head scratching losses that have that have um, that have plagued them in recent years? South Hagerstown has beaten them three years in a row. Last year, Tuscarora seemed to be the clear, the clearly better team on paper, yet they still uh, managed to lose that game. So can Tuscarora win big games, I, I, I think, uh, is the question this year. Um, Urbana, uh, Brad Wilson finally thinks he could run his entire offense with a three-year starter back and quarterback in Kyle House. Um, uh, we, we, we talked to him early, uh, in the podcast tonight and he sort of explained all this, um, uh, uh, they have a lot of experience back. Uh, they had a great summer in the weight room and Ur- Urbana thinks, um, it could compete with anyone on its schedule and Urbana could be, uh, one of the most improved teams in Frederick County as, as could Walkersville. And, and, and you went up to talk to Joe Polis and, and, and the, and the Lions, yeah, and Walkersville has a lot of guys, like 10 sophomores they played last year, and uh, uh, I think they're going to be much better this year, this year but uh, the thing to think about is, well, those guys are going to be back next year, too, you know, <laughs> for their third year, so the next two years, they could really be a force again, like they were 
up until a couple of years ago. Yeah, and we've been really lucky to be able to cover f- football in Frederick County over this last decade. Uh, since 2009, I-, I think six different teams have won state titles. Both the private school teams have won championships. Uh, MSD with the Deaf Prep, uh, St. John's has won uh, the C Conference in the MIAA uh, twice uh, in, in in the last six years. So we've been really lucky uh, to be able to cover football in, in, in such a strong area, such as Frederick County. Well, what do you enjoy the most about the football season, John? Uh, just uh, I like to see good games, um, and sometimes they're kind of hard to get. <laughs> like last year, there were a lot of blowouts. But I think this year you're gonna have a lot of a lot of closer games, games that come down to the wire, and uh, and of course we I, I was wondering last year a lot of teams passed. You gotta wonder this year we lost a lot of really good quarterbacks aside from Reese, and uh, you know is there gonna be as much passing this year? Might see a little bit more a uh, little more rushing. Well, what's your take on the nine game schedule and and the sort of the alteration in the playoff format where they'll where they'll reseed after the first round? That's neat. I mean, the reseeding thing. I mean, you could have like a you end up having a Walkersville Middletown state championship game one day if it's justified. That would be really neat to see. Um, now you know they talked about uh, for teams that don't make the playoffs because some will not make it. They talked about having that tenth, uh, letting them play a game their tenth uh, week. That seems like it would be hard to pull off logistically, yeah. though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they revisited that though in future years, but, but they didn't do it for this year. So yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm for it. I mean, yeah, get extra team. Like you mentioned, Tuscaroora. I mean, if they had that rule last year, they would have made the playoffs. This year, they're probably going to make it unless something really, you know, disastrous happens. And you know, maybe they get hot at the end of the year and they sneak in there and they knock off a few teams and be kind of a nice fun run. Right. All right, John, uh, th- thanks for coming in. Uh, we, we, we look forward uh, to the upcoming season. My um, thanks to uh, Brad Wilson uh, for joining us earlier in the podcast, Graham Cullen for producing. I'm Greg Swatek, and we'll see you back here next week. And we'll have some games to talk about here on the Final Score Podcast.